what is going on everybody welcome to the 10th episode of the barrel up podcast now today's episode is going to be a little bit different because most people who start a podcast don't get to their 10th episode most people start you know they go for a few weeks and then they quit so today's episode i kind of just wanted to talk about success overall and what it takes to be successful in all areas of your life not just in baseball um, because the same principles apply to everything in life, whether it's success in your business, in your baseball career, in life in general, every area uses these principles that I'm going to talk about today. Now, I am nowhere near the level of success that I want to be, but I have had some success over the last couple of years. You know, I own two six-figure businesses. One day, they're both going to be seven-figure businesses because I'm going to continue to apply these principles that I'm going to teach you today. I quit my engineering job to go full-time online with my businesses. I have my own facility. I've grown my social media to over 100,000 followers on all platforms. And I've been sober for four years on the day that I am releasing this. But like I said, I am nowhere near to where I want to be. And I know I'll get there because like I said, I'm going to apply all the principles that I'm going to talk to you today. And I know what it's going to take to get there. I know what it took to got me to where I am now. And I know what it's going to take to get me to where I want to be. But the person that you see or the person that you hear today has not always been there. I didn't always have this mindset. I didn't always have this drive. I didn't always have this knowledge. Actually, I was the complete opposite. So I'll give you a little bit of a backstory about who I am before I actually get into it. So growing up, I was a person who did you know just enough to get by, whether that was with school, with my sports, with my relationships, with my college, with everything. I did just enough to get by. And I struggled with alcohol from the time that I was, you know, a teenager all the way until I was in my 30s. Alcohol was a huge problem for me. You know, it took control of my life, you know, right into college, right out of college. I, I had an alcohol problem. It was an addiction that I thought I had control of, but it was in complete control of my life. And it stayed with me into my 30s. You know, at 30 years old, I was a divorced alcoholic living in my friend's basement. I wasn't in a good place mentally. All I cared about was alcohol and partying. And that was my only focus. And that's all I did. And, you know, after that, a year later, I started Northern Baseball training with my brother and my cousin. And then a year after that, I married my new wife. Now, I made a lot of mistakes in my life up to that point, and I did a lot of self-reflection and decided to finally learn from all those mistakes and start to be the guy that I was meant to be. But there was one thing still holding me back, and it's that one thing that holds most people back from their goals and their dreams, and that is alcohol. And even though I had goals and dreams, I was driven. I was starting to see success in my business and my coaching and things like that. But my alcohol addiction was still there. It was still controlling a little part of my life. And I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story about the, you know, when I made my decision to get sober. It was uh, a trip that I took with my wife to Whistler. And if you know my wife, she doesn't drink. And me being an alcoholic, you know, you can you can imagine that dynamic sometimes. And we were on a trip and, you know, I was drinking. She wasn't. And I looked at myself in the mirror a couple of times. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, why are you drinking? You're you're by yourself. You're with your wife. She's not drinking. Like, what are you doing? And I'd look myself in the mirror and then I would turn around and I'd crack another beer, right? I, I looked at myself in the mirror. I knew exactly what my problem was. And then I ignored it and then went to continue on to do what I was doing. And then the thing that made it all so clear to me was the day we were driving home, which was Canada Day. And for me, being an alcoholic, you know, any excuse to drink, I would use it. And it was Canada Day. So of course I got a drink, but we were we were driving home. So my wife pulled over to get gas and she was driving. And I snuck over to the beer store and grabbed a 15 sack of beer for the drive. And obviously she came into the car, be like, what are you doing? We're driving home. And being the alcoholic that I am, the only thing I could see was drinking. And and then we left. And you know, what was she gonna do? Kick me out of the car. So I just my alcoholic self didn't care about anything else other than drinking this beer. And for the six hour drive, I drank that whole 15 sack, you know, got home that night, passed out. 
And I woke up the next day disgusted with myself, just not even like think caring about my wife and how she felt about me sitting in the passenger seat, slamming a 15 case of beer. Um, I didn't care. And the next day, July 2nd, I made a decision to quit. And you know, at the time, I wasn't sure if it was going to be a forever thing or if it was just like a, hey, let's smarten up, let's get this under control thing. But the more that I went on not drinking, the more I realized how much of an impact that it had on my life. It was in control of everything that I did. Every decision that I made was surrounded by alcohol. If there was an event, okay, where can I drink? How can I get alcohol there? You know, And if there wasn't alcohol there, I didn't want to go. Right? And I just, every excuse that I could find to drink, I found it. And, you know, that was holding me back from everything that I really wanted in life. And that was the day that I got sober. That was the last time that I ever drank was that kind of day, that drive home, you know, where I was in complete, complete shame, completely embarrassed about how I acted, just getting wasted in my passenger seat of, of my wife's car while she's driving, you know, just not a care about anything other than me drinking. So that was that. That was that was the day I got sober. And, you know, since then, my life has gotten a thousand times better. You know, uh, in, in 2021, we moved into our second facility for Northern Baseball training. While we were doing that, you know, I was getting my personal training certificate so that I could train our athletes. Um, that was the goal. That's why I got my personal training certificate. And then um, that Christmas, my mom unexpectedly passed away. So for those of you who know me personally, you know my story. Um, but what happened was... When she passed away, um, I changed my focus from training athletes to training busy moms like her. So I started my online coaching business and I directed my focus to helping people like her because I watched my mom struggle with her weight for my whole life. You know, she tried every diet there was. She tried all the fancy infomercial gadgets. She she just tried everything, but she was so lost and she couldn't lose weight. And eventually her health caught up to her. So I truly believe that if she had somebody like me step into her life and teach her how to lose weight, how to make health a priority, then I honestly believe she would be alive today. So I started that business, my personal training business that January, the month after she passed away. And it's been thriving ever since. I was able to quit my engineering job a year later. And I do that full-time. I do that full-time, plus I do Northern Baseball training on the side. And that's what I do for a living. And now that I have my fitness business established, I'm now kind of redirecting some more personal training towards athletes like I initially wanted to, which is growing. And I want to take that to the next level with Northern Baseball Training and just continue to grow both businesses. Um, so that's where I am now. That's where I'm at. You know, two successful businesses. I've gone through a lot to get here. I've had a, made a lot of mistakes, made a lot of bad decisions, but I honestly believe that I am where I am because of those mistakes. All the good decisions and all the bad decisions that you make in your life lead you to where you are. And right now I'm so focused. My vision is so clear. I'm locked in with my goals. I know exactly what I have to do to get them. And I want to share that with you today. So tip number one, just start. Start before you're ready. No matter what it is, whether it's a business or or, or anything, you have to start before you're ready. You know, For example, um, when COVID hit, our baseball facility got shut down. So I started a YouTube channel because I wanted to help our players continue to grow and continue to get better. Um, I had no experience whatsoever in YouTube, in recording videos, in anything. I just knew baseball. I knew that I wanted to help people. So I started a YouTube channel and the videos were bad. The information was good, but the videos were bad. The quality was terrible. I had, you know, no subscribers. You know, the only people that would watch it were, were my mom at the time and, and, you know, my close friends that I would send them to. Um, but 
you got to start before you're ready. You have to start being terrible at something before you can be good at it. So no matter what it is in life, you're never going to be fully ready to start. You just have to start. You have to pull the trigger and steer the bullet after. The next tip I have for you, which is probably the biggest part, is you have to ignore the opinions of others. No matter what you do in life, people are going to criticize you. People are going to judge you. People are going to make fun of you no matter what it is. So if you're a young baseball player and you have dreams of being an MLB player, you're probably going to have people telling you that you can't do it or that you're too small or you're not good enough or whatever. If you listen to them, then yes, they're right. But if you ignore them and you believe in yourself and focus on what you can do, work your butt off and not worry about what other people think about you, you will be successful. Because like I said, no matter what you do in life, people are going to make fun of you for it. And a lot of people will take advice from people who have no idea what they're talking about. So for me, when I started my fitness business and I was posting fitness content, people were criticizing what I was doing when they have no idea what they're talking about. They have no idea about fitness. They have no idea about how to grow a business. They have no idea about how to train clients. They have no idea about anything. All they know is what they know. So you have to take that in consideration when somebody tries to give you advice. Next tip I have for you is you have to stay consistent and disciplined with everything. The only true way to not achieve your goals is to quit. But if you stay consistent day in, day out, until you finally get to your goal, you will get to your goal no matter what it is. Next piece of advice I have for you is you cannot be afraid of failure. Everybody fails. Winners fail, losers fail. But the difference between winners and losers is that the winners fail, learn, and then keep going. Losers fail and quit. So no matter what you're doing in life, what you're trying to be successful in, if you fail, take that as an opportunity to learn from that failure and then continue to grow. And especially if you're a baseball player, you have to be okay with failure because the best players in the world fail seven out of 10 times. So you have to get comfortable failing and you have to know that with every failure, there is a lesson. Next one is you have to be patient and you have to trust the process. Success does not happen overnight. People always talk about overnight successes when in reality, those people have been working and working and working and working to get to that point. And then people started to take notice. So all the work that you do today is eventually going to pay off. Like you go back to my YouTube channel. Um, I started off very bad on camera. I was the last person I would put myself on camera when I started the YouTube channel. And then the more I did it, the better I got at it, the more comfortable I got. And by doing that, by trusting the process, being patient, doing that for a couple of years, now it's my full-time job to talk to the camera, to make videos. That is my full-time job. I was able to quit my engineering job because of that. And if I would have never started the YouTube channel and put myself on camera, got uncomfortable, then that would never would have happened. Which leads me to my next point is you have to step outside your comfort zone no matter what it is. True growth happens outside of your comfort zone. You're never going to grow if you stuck if you stick yourself inside your comfort zone. Everything that's easy for you now and comes comfortable to you now was once uncomfortable. But you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. If you would have asked me years ago if I would have a YouTube channel, if I would be posting tips online, if I would have a podcast, the answer would be absolutely no because I was terrified of putting myself on camera. I was terrified about public speaking, I was terrified about all of that stuff. But I stepped outside my comfort zone made that being uncomfortable comfortable and that's where i am today and the next tip that i have for you is that environment is everything you are a product of the five people you surround yourself with if you're a young baseball player right now and the five people you spend the most time with don't have the same goals as you 
then you need to find new friends. If the people you're hanging out with are trying to convince you to come down to their level and not work and go to these parties and oh, you don't need to go train, come do this, then you need to find new friends because your environment is everything. You are a product of the five people you spend the most time with. And going back to when I was an alcoholic, I was an alcoholic because I spent the most of my time with other alcoholics. I spend my time with people who would drink every night, drink every weekend and just party, make bad decisions. And that's who I became. Now I'm taking full responsibility because it was all my choice to do that. But when you put yourself in that environment, you're more likely to adapt to that environment and become those people. So if you surround yourself with five goal-driven, successful people, chances are you're going to be successful too. So take a look around you. Take a look at the five closest people that you hang out with. Find out what their goals are. If their goals and their drive doesn't match you, then you need to find new friends. Now, this doesn't mean that you kick your other friends to the curb because they don't have the same goals as you, but maybe you just don't spend as much time with them. Maybe you don't have as much conversations with them. If their conversations are around you know, the weekend and back in the day and this and that, and not so much on what are we doing now? What is our goal? What are we doing? What are we moving forward towards? Then you need to not have those conversations. Next tip I have for you is hire a coach or a mentor. So for me, you know, I only know what I know and you only know what you know. So the only way to know more is to hire somebody who knows more to teach you. So for example, I am in a YouTube mentorship program and they taught me how to how to grow my YouTube channel, which I've grown to 15,000 subscribers now. Like I mentioned before, I'm not even close to where I want to be, but I'm growing. I'm learning every day. Um, when I started my personal training business, I joined a mentorship program there as well. And just to learn how to be the best coach that I can be, learn the systems, learn the process, learn everything that I need to know about running a successful business. If I just tried to go in there blind with no mentorship, it would I would still be stuck in the same spot. So hire somebody who has been there, who knows what it takes to get there, and who has the same values and goals as you do. And parents, when you guys are looking for coaches to coach your children, take a good look at the person you're sending them to, because the person that you send your kids to is going to be a role model to your kids. So take a look at that person. If you want your kid to be that person, talk like that person, walk like that person, act like that person, then send them to them. So a coach needs to be a leader. A coach needs to be a role model. A coach needs to be something that you look up to that is a good example for your kids. Because I know there's a lot of coaches out there who claim to be good baseball players, but they are not good people. They talk bad about other people. They talk bad to other people. They are so focused on what other people are doing that they have to try to bring them down to big themselves up. And I want you guys to remember this. You'll never hear a winner hating on another winner. You'll never hear a winner hating on a loser. You'll only hear losers hating on winners. So remember that the next time you hear somebody hating on someone else. They're only revealing their position on the ladder and they're revealing their own insecurities about what they're doing. Now, if the coach you're sending your kids to is doing that, then you need to take a look at that person. Why do they spend so much time bringing the other person down when they can just focus on what they're doing? Which brings me to my next point, run your own race. If you are so focused on what the other person beside you is doing and not focused on your goals, then they're going to pass you. A lot of people compare their journey to somebody else's. So if you're a young baseball player and you're watching this and you're comparing your journey to somebody else, comparison is a thief of joy. So if you just focus on what they're doing and not what you're doing, then you're never going to get there. So instead of looking the person running next to you, keep your eye on the target on the goal. And last but not least, outwork everyone. There is no excuse not to be the hardest worker in the room and there is no substitute for hard work. No matter what it is, outwork everyone. At your practices, outwork everyone. When you're doing your extra training, outwork everyone. When you're in the gym, outwork everyone. Do not get outworked because there is no excuse not to be the hardest worker in the room. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Now, like I mentioned before, I am not even close to the level of, of success of a lot of other people or the level that I want to be at. 
but I have achieved a little bit of success and I know what it takes to get there. And I know I'm going to get there because I believe in myself. I know what I'm capable of, which is a huge thing that you need to do is you need to believe in yourself. If you guys like this episode, if you found value in it, please like, subscribe, follow, do all the things and make sure to share it to your social media. Tag me in it so I can thank you personally. Make sure to go follow us on all social media. It's at Northern Baseball Training.